Yeah, well, you know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. Turn on the radio. Swear to God, true story. There you go again. It's breathtaking. Who am I? Why am I here? Make no mistake. This is the Brian Suits Show. AM 770 KTTH, Brian Suits here. Good morning, everybody. It is actual Friday. Uh, the game plan was pretty good yesterday. I think we're going to... I think we're going to execute as practiced uh, yesterday, including this creepy bit of audio, which I'll explain in just a minute. Alexa, can Grandma finish reading me The Wizard of Oz? Okay. But how about my courage? Oh, this is creepy to hear again. All right, wait till you're creeped out, too. Um, and uh, uh, caution, your digital assistant may awaken, but I think I beeped, it, beeped uh, all of them out. Uh, back in the second AM, 770 KTTH, we'll just get you to work with our right-way traffic. AM 770 KTTH, Brian here uh, for your Friday, the 24th of June, 2022. And uh, we're fresh out of June next week. Uh, Producer Greg that along. That was quick. Yeah. I'm, I'm, um, uh, yeah, there's stuff I have to do before the end of June. Stuff and junk? Uh, just stuff. I did all the junk the first two weeks. Okay. But, uh, but now I've got some stuff uh, left over. And speaking of cringe, um, a lot of cringe yesterday, a lot of cringe today. Uh, in about an hour, the Supreme Court will will release uh, more findings. One one of the things that may be released today is of local import, and that's the the Barberton High School football coach uh, back from 2015 when this all started. Uh, you know, who was take a, taking a knee uh, in prayer at the end of games and whether or not he had a right to do that on the public dime or whatever that finding may come out today, possibly next week. But I'm burying the lead. Um, <clears throat> the one that uh, people are anticipating today, the one the one that uh, the the pro-abortion people have been <laughs> have been painting red in their white pants and all that about uh, Dobbs versus Jackson women's health uh, is in all likelihood going to come out in about an hour. Uh, so get, get your handmade tail uh, costume under the dryer. This, this is not a drill. This is uh, actually going to happen here at 7 a.m. here at the end of the week. And uh, I don't know, is yesterday... Is, is was yesterday's Second Amendment uh, uh, endorsing, reaffirming uh, New York Rifle and Pistol versus Bruin, the the finding that the Second Amendment is still valid. Uh, six to three. Do you, what's your spidey sense about this, producer Greg? Is it is is that a harbinger of you know? There, besides Second Amendment, this is the most sort of conservative split case on this year's docket is is uh <clears throat> Dobbs versus uh Jackson which you know they it, it for the first time ever a a first draft of a judge was released what 3 months ago now I think the decision ago? if I was a betting man which I am is probably going to be 5-4 I could see one of the conservative leaning justices going with the Breyer Sotomayor and Kagan on on this one Perhaps Roberts uh, is the fourth vote uh, in the dissent, 
But I'm smelling a, a five four decision on the abortion case. E- either way, yeah, it, it's it, I I don't see Roe v. Wade being overturned. Oh yeah, does it go all the way? I I don't think it does. That's but my I, spidey sense. I I definitely see it with certain limitations going back to states. Right. Um. And it, it may not be that a state can ban it outright completely, but they can put a uh, whatever, uh, uh, 10-week uh, minimum um, or or whatever on it. I uh, will say this like for that. the Biden administration. The White House spokesperson, Karine Jean-Pierre, was on The View yesterday, and of course, sound bites abound. But uh, I think Joy Behar, or one of the panelists, asked her, what are you going to do if Roe v. Wade is overturned? And to her credit, She didn't say we need to take to the streets. We need to uh, fight, fight, fight. This is a call to arms. She did not say that. She said, well, in that case, we're going to go to Congress and try to restore it through law. And I thought, well, at least she's advocating working within the system to try to get Roe v. Wade codified. You know what I, I mean? I, I think that I think that might be official cover because behind behind the scenes, th- there's tremendous coordination going on for, as they say, active disturbance mm-hmm. um, and and all this. This is the the Democratic. This is the the liberal version of banning guns. You know what it would take for conservatives to take to the streets. Um, uh, w- would be New York style regulation across the country. You know, we would go crazy uh, because it's anti constitutional. And uh, and but they're they're going to portray no matter what happens if it's six three or five four, and if it's uh, simply saying, all right, no state can ban abortion, but they can put limits on it. They're going to portray it as the sky is falling. The, the yes, the end of women's reproductive rights as we know it and uh get your hands out of my uterus and uh, you know the whole thing. Um <clears throat> so we'll we'll see here at 7. I mean, but this I know you know it, it's there's going to be dramatic footage on the news tonight. Um it, it's it's it um Dobbs versus Jackson is is I don't think it's going to um, uh, allow states to ban abortion, but it is going to uphold uh, the right of a state to to determine. Okay, you can't have an abortion after your first labor pain, you know, and all. And that's that's <laughs> the ridiculous part is, is I can't be ridiculous enough about that. There are people who believe that that it's a viable choice for a woman to have an abortion a week before their due date. Or up until the moment it's the baby's coming out of the birth canal, like, yeah. and I mean, when when the child is more than viable as a as a preemie, and this this is sort of the thing where medical technology, where medical advancements have have come to a point where, uh, you know, to me that would always be the standard. If a child is viable outside the uterus, you can't abort it. And that's getting earlier and earlier in a pregnancy. I mean, I think there's been, what, babies born at 19 weeks or somewhere around there that have been viable babies? Um, You ever, uh, have you ever had two dogs in your house? Only one. Oh. um, One's enough. When dogs wrestle, it's great because it's like free exercise. And they just wrestle and wrestle and wrestle and they do their, they bare their teeth and I was allowing that silliness on the couch last night. And what happened? My dog Wyatt, the big border collie Aussie Shepherd, he head butted me. On the- oh, seriously? See how I'm you got a little mark there. Um, Did he draw blood? 
No. Uh, well, inside he he I I you know, cut my my cheek on my little teeth. internal bleeding. I'm trying to you know prevent uh, chewing it. Oh my uh, today. gosh! But yeah, I'm sitting here. I'm minding my own business, watching the TV, and I forget what I was wrapping up. Oh yeah, I was back back in season one of Peaky Blinders. And, oh my god, you can't get enough. And they're they're wrestling on my lap. They're they're going doing you know bared teeth you know, across me because they're rivaling about, you know, who, who's getting attention from me. And then he just, whack, you know, hits me. Okay, so head. did the dog show empathy? Did it know that it made a mistake and stop in its tracks and go, oh, my gosh, what, what I, did I just do to my dog whisperer? I don't uh, want to say the name of Amazon's personal assistant. What's or What are they called? A-L-E-X-A? Yeah, uh, but, but, I, but I mean, I don't want to say it because I don't want to wake people's that up. Um. Uh. Anyway, that's the reason my my face is a little swollen on the right side. But I've held off on getting the Google one, uh, or the Amazon one, and all that. I do. I like some of the ones that are pretty good speakers, so fill the room with sound. But I, you know, so this morning I, I heard the creepiest darn thing. Yeah, we got to tease this. Um, as we go into traffic here. In, down in Vegas, the Amazon has a developers conference called Remars, um, like R E colon Mars, and and um, they unveiled the ability to imitate your dead relatives with that device. And I'll play the example, and and then when we come back, like all morning radio, we'll discuss the nature of death and finality. Right after this, it's AM 770 KTTH on Handmaid's Day 2022. Let's uh, get you to work with our right-way traffic. AM 770 KTTH, possibly the greatest tease in the history of radio. When we come back, we'll discuss death and the nature, <laughs> nature of finality. Um, well, here here's what it is. Uh, so there's a uh, Amazon developer up on stage, and he's you know they're trading off different parts about the Amazon Web Service and all this. And this then the guy for Alexa uh, comes up and he starts talking about how um, it it the, it it now in the regular voice uh, can express empathy. And I'm like, well, who needs that? How how sad a life is that 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 you say. Artificial empathy incoming. <laughs> I know. It, it's Zuckerberg level. You know, hello, I am, now we are now meta. I call that meta, whatever. And uh, I haven't even heard this level of creepiness out of him. <clears throat> but so he's uh, describing how now the ALEXA device uh, can exude empathy, and but, but wait, there's more. It can imitate your, for instance, dead grandma. One thing that surprised me the most about Alexa is the companionship relationship we have with it. You're welcome, by the way. I'm beeping that out because I don't want the complaining emails about, oh, thanks, jerky jerk face. I'm sitting in home. Anyway. In this companionship role, human attributes of empathy and affect are key for building trust. Let's take a look on one of the new capabilities we are working on, which enables lasting personal relationships. Alexa, can Grandma finish reading me The Wizard of Oz? Okay, 
But how about my courage? Asked the lion anxiously. You have plenty of courage, I am sure, answered Oz. All you need is confidence in yourself. As you saw in this experience, instead of Alexa's voice reading the book, it's the kid's grandma's voice. This required invention where we had to learn to produce a high-quality voice with less than a minute of recording versus hours of recording in a studio. The way we made it happen... Okay, wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry, what? Wait, go back. What? And for, first of all, I don't want the personal assistant uh, bonding with me by showing human-like empathy. So, so there's that. Well, and how about the bizarre soundbite about building trust? No. I don't want to build trust with a weird machine that is not human. I, that's why I'm never going to get a self-driving car. Like, it's, it's not I, a I, real relationship, people. Yeah. This is not <clears throat> and, and, and they don't, of course, they don't say it. Uh, I, I'm inferring it that when grandma passes to Valhalla, you'll always have her in the, in the machine. You have plenty of courage, I am sure, answered Oz. And so I, 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 uh, I, you know, I, all I'm saying is I, I'm not getting it. This doesn't, this doesn't enhance my desire to get a personal, what are they called? No, for me, it does digital assistant yeah. or something. For me, it does the opposite, actually. And uh, did they stop and ask, do people want a daily reminder that your loved one is gone forever. Oh, like death. typically, I know it's great to remember the dead and honor the dead, and you have occasions where you do that. You can mark birthdays of the deceased or the day they passed, or go down memory lane in a photo book if you so choose. But to call their voice uh, back into your life, who wants a daily pang of like, remember how much you love this person? Yeah, they're, dead. they're rotting six feet under Abel's as you hear their voice. Personal relationships. Elect can Grandma finish reading me The Wizard of Oz? No, she's dead. Um, th and that's the other thing, is the role of memory. You know, be, as it is a phenomenon, we all, we all know that memories change. You know, if you could go back and, and with a camera that doesn't blink and, and show reality, Grandma might be a jerk, you know, or whatever. But in, in your memory, you know, all sins are washed away and the whole thing. And th this, I, I think you would start m melding reality yes. with, with fictional like you'd say uh, alexa uh, have grandma read me today's sports scores or something and then right. ma maybe you'd have years later you'd say oh, i remember grandma and i used to sit around and talk about uh the nl west you know no grandma didn't know an inflatable fly from you know whatever and and um you know what they're going to do? Because I I started to see this trend in movies and things out of Hollywood and television shows. They're going to bring back dead actors and have them do full-on feature-length films yeah. as in like a CGI kind of thing. The Boba Fett series, or when it was The Mandalorian, brought back Luke Skywalker. And they brought back Mark Hamill yeah, as yeah, like a young man because he ha it had to fit the timeline. Yes, and and Mandalorian happened sort of early in our b b understanding of the first Star Wars with Luke Skywalker, um, and and then also Christopher Lee, the dead dead English actor Christopher Lee, was uh, brought back, and then oh, that's uh, right, and yeah, and it was it it was fully, you know, CGI. But Blah. isn't, and, isn't uh, and then that... they, Princess Leia didn't they? Yes. Animate 
Carrie part of Fisher. her face. That's right. It seems morally, dare I say, reprehensible to inject words and feelings and emotions and motives into someone that's dead. Okay. <laughs> the scientists were so preoccupied with whether or not they could, they didn't stop to think if they should. You're right. You're right, Malcolm. In the Wizard of Oz. Okay. So, anyway. I'm just, glad we both don't like this, because I, I read this story a few days ago, and I was very creeped out. Yeah, and, and I, you know, if you could have the voice, then I guess imitate anyone. I, I would say President Ronald Reagan. I want him walking around. I want him in the house with me. And, but then you could put a communist socialist mumbo jumbo in his mouth and have him repeat it. And people yeah. would be like, oh, did he really say that in the 80s? Or is that something brand new? And that's the thing. That's the thing. Uh, and, and this is where this developer, while he's sitting here crowing about empathy and how they uh, made the algorithm read the. The way we made it happen is by framing the problem as a voice conversion task. But should you have done this? You know what <laughs> yes. what what he doesn't what he's unaware of is that anything like this will be abused. You know, yes. so when, so when they came up with DARPAnet, when Gore inv- invented the internet, uh, did he ask himself, "Al, will this be used for porn?" Well, yes, <laughs> yes, it will. Um, around five p.m. West Coast time, fifty percent of the internet is is used for adult content, and th- this thing. You know, I I don't I don't care about how you developed it. You know, I, I, you're you're gonna be it's by framing the problem as a voice conversion task. A voice conversion task. Um, good goodbye speech recognition security. Bye bye. Mm, interesting. Yeah. Right. Um, th- th- though I I don't know that. You know what I just did? I I accidentally turned off my thumbprint wake up for my phone yesterday. Mm-hmm. And I added, I when I re-added it, I I said, yeah, let's let's do face and thumb. So now, oh, you added the face. Yeah, I haven't had it ask me for that though. I reinstated the thumbprint. But um, anyway, I just I heard that, and I and, and here here's the thing, I literally don't remember my what my nana sounded like. I don't remember what my grandma um, uh, Edith McLeod of Victoria B.C. sounded like. I really do not, and. Because she died when I was young, she died when I was like twelve or thirteen, and I and I she not not a warm person, not a very warm person, very Scottish, and I I I don't have any memory of of the sound of her voice. Mm-hmm. So this sounds to me the way he described it um, is you need at least one minute of the um, uh, recorded voice of the person of of your dead loved one. Or or you know, or live loved one because they they don't say in his little example they don't say, um, but you need one minute. The more the better. So well, the, so it think can, about it can, this. It can add subtleties to it. Here's a thought experiment: If you only need one minute of a real recording of a person's voice, how many things could you manipulate? So think about the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial. Oh yeah, a lot of that trial was based on what. Audio recordings of interactions between Johnny and Amber in their house. So all you would need in the future, uh, you couldn't use that kind of uh, evidence anymore because you could just basically make up things a person says and go, look, no, I took this recording. And you go, that's not my voice. You go, yeah, it is. And I mean, the the negative possibilities here are truly endless. And I don't think... 
uh, these innovators and people in the tech space are really learning from the mistakes of the past. There's a great documentary called The Social Dilemma. Oh, which, terrific. If you haven't seen it, highly recommend you going out and watching it. It's on Netflix called The Social Dilemma. It's about how evil Facebook is. Basically, it's about how social media has kind of ruined everything and how the inventors of all these wonderful pieces of technology set out with the greatest of intentions. We're going to revolutionize the world and everybody's going to use these tools for good and we're going to reign in this utopia. But what they failed to recognize is uh, human nature is equal parts evil and equal parts good. And any tool that's created can be used for the worst parts of human impulses or the best okay. parts. <laughs> so the same thing is true for all these innovations and revolution uh, revolutionary things that are coming out is that no one is considering, well, how, how could this be used for nefarious purposes at the end of the day? Yeah. Ask yourself that question oh, every it, time you're trying to revolutionize yeah, the, the space. Qu the quick answer is I'm not getting it in my house, you know, and, and the whole thing. It's just that how it affects other people eventually change the society i think our our social media has not been good for human interaction in in america um over the past 20 years it just it just has not that's uh, uh alexa um am i right okay okay uh all right back in a second am 70 ktth uh brian suits here let's get you to work with our right way traffic I'm 770 KTTH, Brian Suits here. Just some bizarre beliefs about gun ownership coming out of New York media today. Because the, the I didn't know this, but New York had had these rules since like 1913 or, or something. And uh, the, the SCOTUS decision yesterday, the 6-3 decision in New York, rifle and pistol versus Bruin. By the way, I'm 770 KTTH, Brian Suits here with uh, producer Greg. Uh, should we do a first pass? on text i just okay um uh if uh you have something to say 800-465-8770 800-465-8770 so the mayor of new york saying something really bizarre a, a career a retired career cop but but then again if you're born and raised in new york as he says over and over and over you're coming from this this aquarium where nobody hunts there's no need for self-defense because there's never any crime there uh, or anything like that. And why? And it's, it's the epicenter of, well, who needs a insert name of gun here? And so so anyway, uh, in here in the day after this, the SCOTUS decision, and luckily there's a bigger shiny object coming in half an hour, um, <clears throat> they're, they're coming up with these bizarre scenarios where if – you're armed if you're open carrying a weapon or you have a concealed carry permit and the entire point is no one knows you have it. Uh, and, and can businesses bar you from, from entering? And uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but firearms are not allowed in pubs or saloons in the state of Washington. Um, any business that says no firearms, generally people that legally own firearms respect that, um, in my experience, or cleared, uh, unloaded firearms uh, or, or you know, whatever. But, but you see, if you have a gun, you're pretty much uh, curly from from Tombstone. You ain't no one telling you when you can uh, take your take your gun or or where you can take your gun. This is this uh, happened just a few minutes ago. Uh, this is by the way, and that we this is on MSNBC. As New Yorkers, we'll have to deal with. 
All right, Andrew. So let's talk about how businesses cope with this. Because this is new. This, since 1911 in this city, there's been a, a law in place that says you have to have cause to carry a weapon. I, I love that year, 1911. Weapon with you. Now that cause is out the window. And so here's the conundrum. If you're a private business, let's say you're Starbucks, let's say you're McDonald's, let's say you're, you're, you're a shop on Madison Avenue, any, anywhere Got it. in New York City. Got it. Um, you can have your own rules in place that say you can't bring a gun into the store. But someone's got to enforce that. That's actually not a conundrum. And now all of a sudden your staff is put into this uniquely, particularly complicated place. And that's the conversation that I was hearing about yesterday from CEOs across the country, frankly, who are dealing with what's going to happen in New York State. But how this manifests itself across the country in terms of what their rules are going to be and the security concerns that that puts for both their staff to enforce these things and then, of course, their consumers. Think about like the barista. I'm really missing the conundrum here, Andrew. Um, th- this is, uh, it's real simple. You, you don't want firearms in your store. You say no firearms. Um, and and the, the, the gap in understanding about the people that legally own firearms versus criminals is on full display today. Now, if you think that's ridiculous, that um, simply putting a sign up isn't going to, isn't going to help. And then, oh, by the way, the bar- what do you really expect the barista to say, oh, sir, you didn't see the sign. Uh, you have a firearm. You have to leave. Well, <clears throat> are they thinking that people with firearms tap it with with one finger and say, really? <laughs> double double mocha mon- macchiato or <laughs> whatever. Then at that point, they're trespassing. And then you inform them. I'm sorry, you're trespassing. And then they leave. And and I, I just I'm, I'm really. What what we're seeing is a gap between people who have grown up around the firearm legally possessed and owned and people who just simply assume that anyone with a firearm just doesn't have to follow the rules. So listen to this. This is the mayor of New York. Listen to the scenario that, that he puts up here. I, I would guess, though, that, that some of the six... Uh, uh, those six justices haven't spent a lot of time in New York City to understand uh, things are far different in South Dakota than they are in New York yes. City or in other other urban areas where you're right. How many people did you say were in Times Square last week? Over 350,000 people. Now, can you imagine if just a yeah. third of them were carrying weapons and got into a dispute? Uh, you, and, and remember, once one person discharged discharges a weapon in an environment like that, everyone else who's carrying will have the yeah. potential thought of pulling out their weapon and discharging it. This is a real concern. There's many rivers that feed to... Then you're stupid. You're stupid, if that's a real concern. So <clears throat> he sees a scenario. He's positing a scenario where one-third of 350,000 people are armed and there's there's a dispute and it's settled with a shootout. And as we all know, it's it's like nuclear fission. You know, the molecules ping off each other and pretty much 100,000 people are having a shootout. It's that That is bizarre to me, but that's someone who grew up in New York because uh, here's the deal. There, there's loads of crowds in, in, you know, and every state except California on the West Coast is a is a shall issue state. There's loads and loads of times that armed people are in crowds and and everybody with a gun doesn't pull it out and shoot each other. It's bizarre. And anyway, that was this morning. Um, 
Uh, when we when we come back, uh, we'll we'll do a first pass. Uh, 800-465-8770. Uh, the the president reacted, but what's m- making bigger news about the president's reaction to the SCOTUS Second Amendment ruling yesterday is the card he's reading, giving him explicit, bold directions step by step of how to do this press covered drop in on a meeting. Uh, just really, really bizarre. But but anyway, well, if, if you're armed and you get into dispute, please stick around. We'll be back with that here in just a few minutes. Um, don't have a gigantic shootout. If you have a, a fender bender on I-5, you know, you don't know. It could be like just one third of those people could be carrying in their cars legally. Um, in other words, the, the, the national media think if you have a firearm, you're a you're a idiotic hothead. And, and there's absolute, a, a, there's a dearth of understanding that overwhelmingly homicides in America are are perpetrated by people with no legal right to possess a gun, and they they have a gun probably stolen, probably taken, uh, illegally gained, and they use it in crime. N- name it. A- every single, ev- the Everett guy from, uh, from Tuesday, all, you know, you you just don't see this, but this is a this is a born and raised guy, the mayor of New York, and he and he says this is the real concern that that a hundred thousand armed people are going to have a, a flash tombstone in Times Square. Back in a second, AM seven seventy, KTTH. Let's get you to work with our right way traffic. I'm 770 KTTH, Brian Suits here. What about DeSantis Gabbard 2024? I, I, I heard a rumor of that, a, 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 a sizzle test. Uh, Brian Suits here, producer Greg. That would be uh, Ron DeSantis and Tulsi Gabbard, who's not in office. It's not holding an office uh, at all. But anyway, it, she seems to invoke reaction in people. I, I thought she went to Congress as like a crazy Hawaii Democrat. She's so exactly right. Yeah, and that now she's releasing videos about how great the Second Amendment is, and she seems more conservative than ever. But yeah, yeah. I just I saw that video this morning. She she's uh, I'll play maybe uh, next hour. She's talking about a, a point before she was in Congress in Hawaii, um, where where there was a, a, a very specific credible threat to her life, and she contacted uh, Honolulu PD, and she said, "Okay, with well, that." Can I get a concealed carry permit or whatever? And they said, yeah, no, um, I didn't. I, you know, I haven't been back to the islands, for, you know, decades. I didn't know how crazy it, it had become. And there, it really is a, a handful of states. It's Hawaii, New Jersey, New York, California, obviously. And uh, so so anyway, the, you know, as I explained yesterday, the the deal is <clears throat> there's two kinds of states. Everywhere on the West Coast, everywhere west of the Rockies, uh, but California is a shall-issue state, meaning for concealed carry, you go to your sheriff's department and you do your fingerprints. They, they run a background check. Sometimes it takes two weeks. Sometimes, sometimes it takes 30 days in general. Then they'll issue a concealed carry permit if there's no legal reason not to. Uh, you don't have a DV protection order, or a temporary restraining order, no felonies, no no nothing. Then yeah, you you can exercise your legal right. And even in California, 
most counties uh, are shall issue. I had one in Stanislaus County um, <clears throat> where Modesto is, and they're good statewide. You know, you get one in Ferry County, Lewiston County, whatever. It's it's good statewide in the state of Washington. Um, yours is not good in California, though. And it's it, for California, it, it's L.A. County, Orange County, uh, San Francisco, Alameda. That their their May issue, and this this is a pretty um, <clears throat> pretty easy to understand concept. New York apparently is all May issue, meaning you can apply. Go ahead. They may issue it. Most states in the United States are shall issue that if uh, without any legal barrier, you get to possess a firearm, you know, openly open carry or or concealed. But in in the case of the state of Washington for concealed carry, state of Oregon, uh, Nevada, Idaho, Montana, um, if you want to conceal carry a weapon, you have to apply for it. And and by the way, I think we have Washington has reciprocity with all Western states, but California. Um, I I'm not sure. I think I think we don't. I'm I'm not a lawyer. Anyway, so they they go in, and and they they do those things where the president is dropping in on a you know union uh, coordinator meeting, and he's available for uh, for commentary for a couple minutes. Uh, so there's two stories here. Here's story one. He he, the, the, and this is a former attorney general of, of a state. Um, <clears throat> is Biden, and and he completely flips around what just happened yesterday. He does not understand what the case was, and he doesn't understand states that are may counties that are may issue and and counties that are shall issue. I am disappointed. In the Supreme Court gun decision. Um, there is one little bit of solace in the, uh, the, uh, the minority making up the majority opinion has laid out that it affects not every state. It affects only 40 states, a lot of states it affects. And the phrase that I, I found no- noticeable was there's a difference between states that say may and, they, and say shall. If you have to say you shall give, you shall do ABC, they're the ones that are going to have problems. But most say may. I mean, may, and and I got it reversed, may and shall. And so the gun laws in 40 of these states are still in place based on the decision. Not good enough, but it's, uh, I think it's a bad decision. I think it's, I think it's not reasoned accurately, but I'm disappointed. All right. Well, am- he clearly doesn't have mastery of the issue, but that's okay. He's only the president of the United States. But that's that's not the story out of this entire uh, uh, session of burpling and and um, and press people in there with cameras. He was waving around a piece of paper, and he had he had notes handwritten on the back. So he held the piece of paper backwards out to the cameras, and I have a pretty. I tweeted out a pretty high res picture of it. News flash for presidents. High definition uh, cameras can pick up your notes that you're holding. He's holding uh, a, a a you know formal stationary note card thing, and it it's it, it says the president. Then in in bold it says offshore wind drop by sequence of events, and this is the thing where uh, I'm the president is going to drop into the offshore wind union meeting or whatever. He'll be available for questions. Okay, so bullet point one, all caps, bold. You, 
enter the Roosevelt Room and say hello to participants. Bullet point two, you take your seat. All Any, any you or your is in all caps, uh, bold. So you take your seat. Bullet point three, press enters. Four, you give brief comments, uh, two minutes. Next bullet point, uh, press departs. Uh, bullet point six, you ask Liz Schuler, president AFL-CAO, a question. <laughs> Note, uh, Liz is joining virtually. <laughs> so it'll be, I want to see what he did. He's looking around the room. Where well, that's creepy. Uh, seven, you thank participants. Finally, bullet point eight, you depart. And I, you know, I, I've, if other presidents ever had this, I've never seen it. This is how my mind works as a producer, Brian, because I know the onus but is on the consumer. How about my courage? <laughs> to tell whether or not something is true or factual or if it actually meets reality. So I saw this initial story. Oh, Biden looks like this old guy who doesn't know where he is, so he needs notes from his handlers to tell him what to do. And I thought, this is, has to be Photoshopped. That was my first instinct is, seems Photoshopped because it fits too neatly with the narrative that he's old and senile and doesn't like know where he is. Like they Photoshopped that. Uh, like they CGI'd that bike accident last week. So I worked to fact check it, which I think every listener should do when there's a viral story like this. Sure enough, it is legit. But how the about notes my are legit. courage? My second thing was to say, what's a grace-filled interpretation of this? Maybe all presidents and their handlers give them notes about where to be and when. So I went down memory lane and tried to look up photos of past presidents where they had clear notes given to them. I couldn't find any. If they exist online, someone please send them to us. Um, I, I, I don't think this is normal. I look too. Okay. Um, because the thing is, I'll if I have a story printed out or something, um, I'll I'll write my points that I want to get to. Yes, right. In in the segment, Trump just, did that. Yeah, but just just because from time to time, I'll I'll there's a story that's stunning on its own, and I'll forget. Oh man, I had a great point, probably a brilliant point. And so how come, why didn't I get to it? But I don't give you okay. notes every day that says, Brian, take your seat at 5.50 a.m. Turn on your mic at well, 5.55. Apparently you need to because I missed an interview. We're, we're going to talk to Corey DeAngelis from the Cato Institute, a, a great advocate of charter schools and, and better performance uh, in schools. Uh, Corey DeAngelis, uh, you can follow him at Twitter at DeAngelis40, uh, Corey. Uh, we'll talk to him at 7.30. Uh, anyway, the uh, the Roe v. Wade concern uh, uh, opinion drops here in a couple minutes, so you have a few minutes to get your handmade tail uh, costume out of the dryer. Back in a second, AM 770 KTTH.